Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping you get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today is a very awesome show, and we're going to be talking with Tim Elliott from MarketingEd.Live about the importance of engagement. Engagement is first, and Tim has really honed in on his personal ethos of people by people, a mantra of his that has gone back to his over 20 years of marketing experience. He is the creator of the FYI Customer Architecture Model, co-founder of Marketing Ed Live, freelance marketing director and speaker, and a virgin startup mentor. Tim has 20 years experience in marketing, throughout which time he has worked with a wide variety of brands and businesses, from Premier League football clubs to a variety of FMCG brands, manufacturers, startups, professional service organizations, and large pubs. He even says that he works with some boring businesses, too. He's also a firm believer that everything tastes better with peanut butter. We hope that you enjoy our first episode. I will let you guys know right now that this might be a little rocky since this was my first ever podcast interview. So um, with any luck, these are just going to continue to get better and better, but it doesn't change the fact that what Tim has to say is so important for any brand of any size. So let's dive into it. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Wonderful. So I'm, I'm curious, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Oh, it's got to be crunchy for me. Oh, really? You're crunchy. I, yeah. I, I put creamy peanut butter on everything. I've My husband hates peanut butter, which is really ironic because me and my kids love it. And there's nothing better than grossing your spouse out with peanut butter kisses. So. <laughs> Vice versa with my wife. She doesn't like it either. So we do the same. Opposites attract, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. Uh, why don't you tell us about, you know, what your whole mythology is with people by people and, and how boring businesses can get their message across. Of course, yeah. So it all started for me a while ago with my when my first boss. It was for a, a, a local web design agency, a small web design agency in the, here uh, locally in the UK. And he said to me, he said, marketing and sales are about, it's about one thing and it's about people. And he says, people buy from people they like, people they know, people they trust. And we, we've all heard that time and time again. And and that kind of thing hasn't changed over the last like 20 years, despite the fact that, that we've got kind of supercomputers in a pocket with mobile phones we've got snapchat messaging apps like we've got communication tools coming out of our head and at the end of every fingertip but the thing all all those technologies do is connect two people so the people on the inside of your business to the people you want to reach on the outside so the ethos hasn't really changed for me it's still kind of really pertinent to me so even especially with kind of boring businesses like um we had a bit of chat before where i did some marketing for a, a guy we call a plumber over here i don't know what it's like over there but a plumber is a, is a guy who um fixes central heating and gas gas and electric and that sort of thing so we have 
Our, our plumbers fix like your pipes and your toilets and yeah. stuff. That's it. Okay. Yeah, same guy, same phrase. Okay. <laughs> so we, we have things over here in the UK called boilers, which are the opposite of air conditioning, like they heat the place up rather than cool it down because we're not very cold. But basically what plumbers do is that they repair white boxes, but all boilers look the same. They're a white box that's stuck on a wall. They're not very interesting, and their key audience is angry, cold English people. <laughs> so it's not, you know, in that situation, what have you got to market yourself with? You know, no matter what kind of boring business you're in, like a plumber, for example, or, or legal professional or accountancy, the only differentiator you've got between you and the other guy who fixed fix boilers or does accountancy stuff is the people. You know, it's the people in your team and yourself. So if you're if you put have the ability to put the people out there, put the people out there on your business and get them to build relationships with your local community, with your audience, that sort of thing, then they'll be the things that 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 stand out, that make you stand out from the other people. Because there's a lot of businesses now that have services and products that are commoditized. So if we take that a bit further on, it comes to making social media. Like social media is the thing where it gives us gives anybody the ability to reach out and, and make friends and, and talk to other people. Like like this interview, for example, we're in total opposite sides of the world, I think, pretty much, pretty much exactly. Britain and uh, Korea, yeah. They're pretty, pretty far yeah. apart. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty opposite pretty opposite and then we we met via a facebook group right uh, yes. the same facebook group that we did that we'd never talked before and stuff and within a few days we're doing a, a little interview and had a few chats and stuff like that it's a if you think with the distance apart and the you know we're, we're liable never to meet in in actual real world but in your local community you get to meet people online that you can then actually build real relationships with and that's the you know that's the key with social media so what you should do is is i always have an ethos of putting engagement first when it comes to social media you know it's right. funny that you talked about building relationships through social media because as a military spouse like the only way that we communicate with our community through in every base around the world is through Facebook groups, actually. So that's how we find out, like, what's going on in the base, if we were looking for a restaurant, if we're looking for, like, a nail salon. You know, I just posted this morning a question asking a question about how vacation time works for our special duty that we're doing. So I totally get it because people do buy for people, but people also are more than willing to share what they think is best and who they love and who they recommend. And that's where that engagement happens. And it's so important for those businesses that people are talking about to be there, not just as like a business page, but as individuals as well. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I think it was um, a guy called Chris Brogan, um, that uh, some of your audience may have known of, but he always says there's a big difference between community and audience, right? And community is something you're part of. It's like a two-way conversation. Anybody can, 
you can buy an audience now, buying you know, audiences, advertising and stuff like that. And it's one and they just sit there and want to kind of take it in like ah, a TV. It's, or- it's like eyeballs. I hate when people are like, yeah. oh, get eyeballs on this. I'm like, well, I want yeah. I want my community's eyeballs to be on. There. I want to find those people and talk to them. That's it. That's it. You want the the interaction and the time and the you know if you're vesting in time and energy to reach the right people, you want something back for that. You want some engagement, is what we say. So on social media, especially if you focus on engagement first, it becomes a more of a communication channel than a distribution channel. And and it's really noisy out there at the moment on social media. No matter what platform you've decided to be on. I think it's super, super noisy because there was um, I read some research earlier in the year that that companies and brands have created 300 percent more content in 2016 than they did in 2015. And it's looked to grow, grow again this year, mm-hmm. which is I mean, it's but it's ridiculous. There's not that I know people who, you know, people like me who are professional marketers and stuff like that, whose job it is to be at the forefront and learn all this stuff. And we, you know, there's time is at a premium. I don't know how many people get to to read all this content all the time that people are producing. You know, and it's, it's perfect that you said that because it's so easy for businesses of any size to get lost in the clutter, depending on, you know, I remember a few years back they had this stat that was like, the average person has like 150 friends and um, they like like 200 pages. And, you know, I think about how my mom uses social media and what she does is she goes onto her computer. She's not like super into using it on her phone and she will read from like the top posts all the way down until she finds the last post that she saw. But the thing that's yeah. really frustrating about that is like the algorithm has changed. So many things that she likes, so many friends that she has, she doesn't always see their stuff. And so we hear this all the time in whatever community you're in where you're talking to somebody like actually in person. And they're like, they tell you some like cool new news and you're like, I post on Facebook. You're like, I didn't even see it. So if you're not even seeing your close friends' updates and stuff, it is so hard to be seen through the noise. Absolutely, yeah, that that's a hundred percent true. I mean, uh, one of our clients over here is a is a, a law firm, a law firm, for example. And anybody that that's vaguely familiar with law, no matter what country you're in, knows that there's a lot of updates. There's a lot of legislative changes. There's a lot of information that could be shared. Well, there's, could a, be shared. there's a lot of verbiage that most people don't understand. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff in law, which I'm sure it's all super, super useful in context. But there's no point in sharing that if it's out of context of your of your audience or that person's time. So by putting engagement first, for example, if you're seen to be having conversations. There's another saying I always say that conversations make the best content because take Twitter, for example, and Facebook. If your business or your business, you know, yourself as a business is seen to be talking and openly conversing and having conversations and being useful to people, then that's a great way of being channel of engagement rather than just hitting up your Facebook profile, your Twitter profile, and it's just link after link after link and nobody's sharing, 
nobody's engaging with it. If you swap that round a little bit and put the engagement first, so ask questions of your audience, answer other people's questions, reply and retweet other local community information, whether you're a plumber or a builder or an accountant or whatever, you're, you, you know, you should be part of a, a community, your, your local community. You should be the go-to guy to ask about insurance if you're in a town of a few thousand people. You should be the guy. They don't need insurance every day to buy insurance every day. But they you need to be front of mind when it is that time. You can only do that by being useful, by being a utility, by people knowing and understanding who you are, really. Yeah. So, Tim, then a question for you is, what is it that boring businesses can do to find their social media community? It's really easy, really easy. At the, at the top of every social network, apart from Snapchat, if you there, if you count Snapchat as a, as a social network, um, it's a search engine, very much like Google or Bing or whatever you use. Right, there's a search bar at the top of every single one. If you use that and look for keywords related to your local community, related to your business more importantly related to your key audience your your customer your avatar your buyer persona and see what they what are they talking about because people will talk about value you know useful and interesting conversations but the search for functionality is massively underused i think yes so do you suggest that people maybe join groups to be part of those conversations facebook pages maybe just use their personal profile to see if anyone's talking about it yeah yeah I, either way really I think I think there's a there's a massive move towards community I think it, uh, especially on Facebook so Facebook groups are are really really the focus of Facebook I think at the recent F8 conference they they change Facebook change change their mantra their 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 key message to one of community for the first time in their in their history and the, it was pretty much about groups and messenger which is a which is small communities of like-minded people growing together and being useful together rather than the you know the the open big sharing monster network that it wanted to be before and i know on linkedin as well which is really good for the the professional businesses i know they're having a big revamp of their groups at the moment which right now aren't great but they hopefully they'll be able to, to to bring up there's kind of community elements and group elements that you can do on every social network i'm a big fan of twitter lists as well which i think is a, again a, a massively underused tactic really because you can populate your own lists of people who are influential in your local area you can like other industry specialities. You can do a, a, all your customers or potential customers in a in a list, and that really kind of filters out all the other stuff in your Twitter feed that you can engage better within there. So I've got, for example, to give you a real example. I've got um, five or six Twitter lists that I visit a couple of times a day to see what key groups of people are on about. So I can be really part of their community and really engage with them and then what happens then because I'm I'm focusing on the engagement and building it when I share content they're super bought into what I'm saying 
because they they know and they like me and they think you know I've offered them value first rather than just said it and they and they've got more reason to read the content that I share if you put the relationship first you put people first so um what would you say then some of your engagement tactics are for the different social networks so you talked about Facebook how you use it for search yeah. So finding groups, yep. responding to people, and just being front of mind. And you talk about Twitter lists. Yep. What about maybe for LinkedIn or Instagram? So LinkedIn is quite interesting. So you're technically, your feed, your timeline on LinkedIn is made up of the people you're connected to and what activity they do. So there may be stuff outside of the connection. So if, what I do... I focus on engaging, so commenting or sharing on at least three of the things in the timeline. So what that does, that shares you technically to people outside of that, like to their audience. So if I was to comment on your feed, I would reach your up to your third connections that could see your feed. So it's all about the timeline for me. The groups aren't great, if I'm honest. But if you if you focus on on the main kind of commenting in in the LinkedIn timeline, it's a lot better. You can also cultivate your own connections and use InMail, which is pretty much the messaging app within within LinkedIn, and that's really good as well. Once you've got a bit further along, so you you know once you've got your relationship and you're connected and you want to send a private message, the the, the messaging feature in there is pretty good. But uh, a caveat over here at least is that some people don't manage their LinkedIn messaging inbox very well, like their email inbox. And I, I know people with thousands of unread messages. So for me personally, it's better to keep it in the timeline. But you never know, you know, it's certain industry. And Instagram, again, Instagram's very much about, about the timeline again. So I, I use the search bar in Instagram for hashtags related to my industry, locality. So we, we live in uh, pretty much the centre of England here. So because we're quite a small island on the face of it, we've got um, four or five major cities within an hour drive, maybe. So they're all in our, you know, in our catchment area. And we can look what's going on there. We can look at the stories as well. Stories are amazing on LinkedIn. They've, uh, I've, I think it was the beginning of May I've started using Instagram stories daily, like as a rule. And some of the reach of the the stories, because I include the location tag that's in Instagram stories and a hashtag have reached over 700 people, like locally, and you get pushed out into a local story. So I get into the Derby story, sometimes the UK story, sometimes the Nottingham story. So they're really good to reach and engage your local community and find people aren't necessarily connected to you. But again, if you add your expertise or answer questions that are in your normal feed, there's some really good, really good action to be had in Instagram, especially if you put the uh, a quick inside tip for you is you put the handle the mention handle the at handle of the Instagram account you're following in your comment you will get further up and further uh, more reach and more engagement because it will notify them twice so you're not just less lost in the thread but Instagram's Instagram super for that at the moment so if you can add your 
as we say here in the UK, you add your tuppence worth, which is uh, which you contribute to a conversation, you know, or answer the question in that with it with an at handle and with a hashtag in there. It's a really, really powerful way to do it. Nice. So any other tips for boring businesses on what they can be doing to, as you put it, get people to buy from people, buy from them and be an expert for those people, be that go-to resource? Yeah, of course, of course. I think uh, I think we could, to recap, we covered the search and social listening is massive, right? Yes. If you, you can join conversations that are already happening, mm-hmm. then you don't have to create your own you know that sort of thing and because I'm very much people centric if you don't be afraid to document the day in the life of what you do for example if you're a builder or if you're an accountant if you're a builder and you're buying new roof tiles or renovating a garden you know if you rather than doing a before and after after the project if you go well today we're lay, laying the footings or we're doing the brickwork people who are interested in having a renovation will find that interesting and they'll see that you're working and you're working hard and you do you know you take pride in your job it might not i always say that you don't fo- you don't follow a dog groomer if you haven't got a dog so people are following you you know if you're a builder if you're insurance and because they're interested in it whether it's just because you're a local business or they've got some need of insurance and they want some snippets of information well they could sort of. they could just be following you because they like you because they you interacted with them at one point and they're like hey what's tim doing today hey what's desiree doing today and you know i got a fantastic tip on that social media mastermind group that we're a part of where we met that said one of the best ways that you can engage with people in groups and stuff that allow you to stand out is rather than just doing like a typing comment, you should do a video comment. So it lets you stand out. It puts your face to your expertise. You know, some people are, I have said, Oh, I don't like watching video. I don't, I don't believe that with the intense amount of focus and emphasis that Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Snapchat and everything is giving to video. there's that's silly of me to think that that wouldn't that just comes down to preference I think I don't think anybody would turn away watching or hearing from somebody who is an expert and just helps them build that relationship more that that gives them that face to face not text to eyeballs <laughs> yeah for it absolutely that, that 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 works really well on Twitter as well because Twitter's native video app because it, it's not widely used on Twitter for some reason. But if you reply with a video, then it certainly stands out in the feed because you get a bigger, a bigger bit of real estate in the timeline. I know it still moves fast and stuff, but it, it's super powerful on Twitter. And now Instagram have bought the same thing out. I think you can, I think you can reply by video and stuff now. Yeah, people are less likely, I think, to scroll past a video than they are to scroll past text. And like, I think that we've really become a culture that's like, oh, another link. I gotta click on and go read what's going on there. Versus when you can just do a video and, and the expectation for video isn't like no one expects 400, you know, 4K video and, you know, Game of Thrones level graphics. They just want to connect with somebody and see someone raw and real and who they are and what they're about. So I think the video and end pictures are just the, a great way to do it. So I think that your suggestion for like showing your day, like a day in the life or this is what we're doing is we're proud. Even if it's like, we're laying tiles for this house. Now we're laying tiles for this house. It's still showing 
your story and what you're doing and that you're busy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've recommended it to a few clients, like a guy who um, repairs pool linings, you know, for, for, for domestic pool, like swimming pool linings. He cleans and repairs lining pretty much for swimming pool, which isn't that interesting. There is swimming pools in it, but he goes to some some nice houses and, you know, it, it's a, he takes pride in his work and really cleans up. And that that's the best marketing content rather that, that he could possibly do rather than write a listicle of 50 best ways to keep your pool clean. If, it, if people were keeping their own pool clean, then he wouldn't have a, a career, really. No. <laughs> he's in and out within a day, and, and he takes pride in that. It's the best collateral ever, and it's got him in it, and it's about him, and people can ask questions about him. Well, wonderful. So any last-minute piece of information for our boring business owners, or you think that they're armed with enough ways to and go engage with their audience? Absolutely. I mean, like you said, I think it's a bit of a swap in a tactic and it can be uncomfortable for people because it's easy to hide, just share and share content. So to be human and put your, you know, the team in your office and to put people first and conversation first can be difficult. But just start really simply like I do. If you if you get on each social network and you just set yourself a goal of commenting on one thing a day. And then two things a day after a few weeks after you get used to it. And then three things a day. And by the end of it, you're you're having more and more conversations. It's just starting off and getting into the habit of actually having conversations and putting people first. And it'll 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 change the way your social media works for you and you'll start getting more and more engagement and more back and you'll be a lot useful. And I think it'll be a, a, a great move for you all. Wonderful. How can people find you, Tim? Okay, well, Twitter's probably the easiest one, and it's Tim Elliott UK. I'm Tim Elliott UK on all the social medias, apart from Snapchat, actually, um, where I'm Tim Elliott 97. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, all, all Tim Elliott UK. Okay, and we'll make sure to put your uh, link in the, the story notes here as well. So thanks for taking the time to talk with us today, Tim. I hope it's your information was incredibly valuable and again I love that people buy people and I think that it's just so true all the time in every instance whether it's in person or online yeah absolutely thank you very much for having me I really enjoyed it thank you thanks for listening to marketing for your boring business if you like this episode please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media want more Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of marketing for your boring business. This podcast is presented by All In One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.